This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Man, you're not going to believe it when you see this guy in a second. I don't know if it fell off a truck already or what, but our guy <laughs> Dave Sherpin, the sports book consigliere out in Vegas, my Yinzer brethren, Already has Super Bowl 58 gear on. We'll get to Super Bowl 58 trend or truth in about 20 minutes, plus some really big bets coming in uh, that Joe has dug up for us. And lightning bets before we wrap up the final hour of BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Chris Mack alongside Aaron Hawksworth and Joe Ostrowski. We got you covered just 10 days away from the big game now. And there he is, our guy, Dave Sherpin. Dave, you look a chef's kiss as always. The beautiful city of Pittsburgh skyline behind you, even though you're yes. out in Las Vegas. Good, uh, good to see all of you. Yes, we were, you know, retouching bases and saying hello. We did all the greetings before. <laughs> we'll do it to the BetQL audience as well. Mac, we've talked about this before. You don't ask where. You just say yes. You got stuff. I mean, this is the good stuff. It's got all the patches. It's got the Las Vegas down the side. I got a home game. This is unbelievable. People have been coming to Vegas for decades for Super Bowl parties, VIP parties, to bring suitcases of cash and make wagers, bet all the props, do all the stuff. And now we got the game here. They're going to walk across the street, go to the game, and come back. Um, it's a blast. It's it's already started, and it's going to be a whirlwind for the next uh, 11 days. Dave knows a guy. Dave, Dave always has a guy. For everything that, that you can think of, got a guy. All right, uh, you live in the city of, of big events. Yes. Like, let, let's talk about, compare the Super Bowl or what you think it's going to be to anyone else. I mean, it's just probably been a whirlwind for you because, Dave, over the years we've had conversations about how the the NFL has always been hands-off when it comes to Vegas, then you get the franchise, now you got the Super Bowl, you've had the draft. there. It's just, just crazy. Um, what's close because everybody I knew that even lived in Vegas, all you guys uh, did this summer was complain about the racing that was going on and how it was making your lives completely miserable. But sports or non-sports, what events are even in the same atmosphere as what you're going to see over the next couple of weeks? I don't know as far as day of, but I can tell you this, that F1 changed the entire landscape of the city, literally. I mean, they ripped out trees they built grandstands they made it completely inconvenient to get around for all the locals and then there was this just huge influx of signage and billboards and all of these things and it was a build-up in a slow time and now we got 
February 1st today, and we just came off of CES, which is a gigantic show, the Consumer Electronics Show, New Year's, where 300 to 500,000 people just show up and party for two or three days. Vegas is a big, big event place. This is another big event. I've been telling people it's probably going to just be a little bit bigger than usual, but it's another day here. Other than the signs, you can't imagine, Joe, they turned a Luxor into a Dorito chip. It's a big Dorito chip. The skins and the signs and everything everywhere, there's big footballs where I used to park at the Westgate, like in the lot that I know where I could go and get in and out quick and see a guy about a thing. I can't park <laughs> because there's a big football. They're doing these things. So it's going to be big. The thing that's that, that's different as well is that the NFL has embraced it. Like you said, mm-hmm. we couldn't put the word Super Bowl on anything in our books, anything in the buildings. Advertise on the marquee. We'll take a million dollars on a bet on the big game. We couldn't say Super Bowl. Now everything says Super Bowl everywhere. Oh. It's all over the place. And uh, the merch is everywhere too, which I'm, I'm, I'm loading up on the merch. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm jealous. That jacket is amazing. Thank you very so, much. Thank you. About a week, a little over a week from the Super Bowl. Do you place a lot of bets early? What's your strategy when betting the Super Bowl? So now it's been, it'll be, this is my third Super Bowl outside of the business, not in the book. And mm-hmm. I have such a different perspective on it because this would be the week we would be cranking out meetings and trying to come up with cross sport props and is his yardage average for the season? Does it translate into the Super Bowl and all this other stuff? I have been so busy, Aaron, that I haven't even looked at anything. I got a couple guys in places that are like, you know, Benson at Circus trying to put out, offer me a, a, a prop and I'll see if I can get it up on the board. So I kind of took it as a personal challenge because I used to do it. If I can get through with something unique, I'm going to get a a sports BK consig or some kind of prop up there and see if he can get it on the board. As far as betting it, I mean, the sharp guys, the bad guys, they've already announced their presence with authority. The opening number was two and a half, three, and immediately the first bets were on Kansas City, but it got to one, and boom, they started showing up this week with six-figure wagers, 100000 Like, it's nothing. Lay one, lay one and a half, lay two, and that's where we're at now. So it being on the West Coast, we get the San Francisco money. If you guys remember, the last Super Bowl we had before the world changed with COVID and everything was Chiefs and Niners. 2020 and out west we got san francisco money back east they were getting a lot of kansas city money this is one of those things that's going to happen again i think it's going to play out different players i mean mahomes and andy Reid are the same but we got a different dynamic but it's the same teams i'm getting flashbacks to all of that yeah dave sherapan a longtime sports book odds maker with us here on betql daily we were kicking this around early in the week when we were talking MVP market, but it's it's a legitimate conversation. It's not just talking about it in front of your old uncle to make him mad because he's tired of seeing her face. It's 
the Swift Kelsey effect. Like it's legit because 20% of the MVP vote is a fan vote. And so Travis Kelsey could have five catches for 83 yards, but if he's got a touchdown in there, who knows? Maybe that 15 to one, 20 to one, whatever you got Kelsey at for MVP hits. So if you're thinking about how that moves or how that gets played throughout the rest of the week, especially as the the public and the amateurs start to come in, does it move at all? Does it, is, is there, is that a thing you've got to think about if you're at the books? Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I, I can tell you this just from all the years of being in the book and taking the bets and watching people bet, taking their bets. The two biggest prop bets that people bet are the MVP because everybody can have an opinion on it and it's fun and there's narrative stories behind it. I mean, it's a quarterback award and it's hard to see that the chiefs win and Mahomes doesn't get it, but that would be the side storyline that Kelsey could get it with a big game. I would think C Mac, I, th- I would think he would have to get two touchdowns. You know, I don't know yeah. five and 83 with one is enough um, based on how the game goes. I mean, if it's the only touchdown, maybe, but the San Francisco thing is interesting because it's not automatically Purdy if they win. You know, I think it's McCaffrey's in the mix. Is Debo healthy? Could Ayuk have a, a monster game? The fun thing uh, that a lot of people will start to bet in as it gets closer to kickoff, they bet a defensive player. <laughs> and it's been a long time since a defensive player won. I'll never forget the Steelers Super Bowl. People wanted Paul Amalu to win that thing so bad, and they bet it from 100 to 1 to 80 to 1 to, to 50 to 1. I think we closed it like 8 to 1. And, and we were just kind of not laughing, but we were like, boy, this would be something if this happens. The other big pr- a prop that people love to bet is the coin toss. They love the heads or the tails. The tails Stupid. never fails. Somebody showed up yesterday at one of the Caesars joints and bet 100000 on the coin flip because it's the Super Bowl in late 03. Like, oh, come I, on. I swear that that's what the, <laughs> that's what it was, Joe. It was 03. So, you know, you, you get different people talking about different things. Uh, you got Kanish out there talking about is, it, is there a narrative where the kickers could win the MVP? Is it worth 300 to one? No, the kickers aren't winning the MVP. Stop. Yeah. Uh, I've I've heard some of that too. Um, that Palomalu story reminds me of how this all started with Super Bowl prop betting and William Perry. It was the '85 Bears and how that was 50, and then will he score a, a touchdown? And by the end, I, I believe the the story goes, it, it was bet all the way down to two to one. We know it ends up cashing. Walter Payton does not get a touchdown. He was very upset at Mike Ditka after that game. Um, yep. As long as we're talking about Super Bowl stories, whether you were involved or not. Give us one of your favorites, one of your favorite Super Bowl stories, whether by the behind the counter or stuff you've been told with all the contacts you have out there. Uh, where where do you go? One close to home, and I've told and and uh, the people, like, great people at Yahoo Sports, will back in the day put together this fun little cartoon video. Was 2011 Steelers Packers, and I had a future on the Steelers, and I had a name tag that said Dave Pittsburgh, PA. So everybody knew that I was from Pittsburgh, and I maybe sound like it a little bit. Some people would say I have an accent. No, I don't no. know if I do or not. Just a little about? bit of art and Don every once in a while comes out. But guys showed up. We opened the book Sunday at 6.30 in the morning. I'm there to open the book. 6 o'clock, get the cash, put it in the drawers. Me and one other person are there. It's quiet. And a guy shows up and says, I want to bet the Super Bowl. I said, great. What would you like to bet? And he said, 
I want to bet a million dollars. And I said, okay, buddy, no problem. Go get the money. We'll take the bet. And he disappeared from behind, you know, and came up on the counter and popped the duffel bag up and said, I got the money right here. And I was like, stop. Cause I kind of said, you know, we had it on the marquee. We were taking a million on the side. And up to that point, nobody had come in to do it. And I said, the money's here. And he said, count it. Yeah. So he, I unzipped the bag and neatly shrunk wrap in there as a million in cash. And, uh, said, hold on, I got to go in the back. And I went in the back and said, there's a guy out here. He wants to bet the game for a million dollars. And I he said, what does he want to bet? And I was like, I, I got to go ask him. Hold on. I ran back out. I said, what do you want? You want to bet point spread money line? What do you want to bet? He said, what's the difference? What's the difference? You want to bet a million dollars? You go, okay. So I don't know if he's playing me. I'm playing him, but I know he's got a bag. So I said, you want the Packers? Minus two and a half or, or, or the Steelers plus two and a half. No, I want the Packers. Okay. Go back. He wants the Packers. All right. Write the bet. So there was only one other supervisor there. We divided the bag, ran the money, boom, 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 printed the ticket. And I said to the guy, do you want to sit in the VIP and watch the game with us? He said, no, I just bet a million dollars on it. I don't want to watch the game. I'm leaving. And he left. And that was it. That was the first seven figure bet I ever took on the game. 18 minutes later, a guy comes running in. We move the line to minus two and a half, uh, minus 120. So he could take the Steelers even money. A guy comes running in and says, Dave, 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 what? And I knew this guy, regular. He says, I want to bet the game. Okay. Steelers. Okay. How much? A million. And I went like this. I said, I can't <laughs> are you serious? And he said, yes, yes, quick. Lock it in, lock it in. So I go in the back and I say to the boys, I'm like, yeah, your man's out here. He wants to bet a million on the Steelers. Okay. Ran the money. This money was in a different bag. It was not the same. It was, I don't know where this one came from. You know, a guy and a guy, who knows, but it was dusty and it had a lot of things jammed up the money counter. It was, was not buried good, in the Aaron. desert it was, somewhere. It, was, uh -huh. it probably was in somebody's backyard or something. And he bet a million dollars on the Steelers. And we had literally... Uh, a $2.1 million taken in 18 minutes. And I couldn't fit it in the drawer. I had to walk it over to the cage, get an escort. The end of the whole store is the best part. I had just taken $2.1 million in bets immediately. And I'm like, wow, all right. You know, I had to close my window, put the clothes sign up, get all the money back. I come back, move the clothes sign. Guy comes up to the counter, says, I want to make a parlay. I said, okay, $5. $5.18. I'm like, oh my God. He bet Ovechkin to score a goal. He bet, he used the hockey games, the basketball games. He parlayed everything in an in, in $18 parlay. And um, he didn't win. He didn't even make it to kickoff. The game's lost. But that was, the, that was one of my favorites. That's the one I hang my hat on. There's so many other ones. And I can't wait to see what it entails this week because. There'll probably be a whole chapter in the book after this week. That's why he's the sportsbook consigliere. Dave Sherapan. <laughs> Phenomenal, my man. If you find oh, wow. any more of those jackets and hats, you know three people who... Text me know. the sizes. Text me the size. I'll send you a picture of the options. Text me the sizes. I'll get you whatever oh. you need. <laughs> Text me the sizes. You know how to find me. I know where to get you. All right. All right. Next time you're back in town, say hello. We appreciate it, Dave.
Thank you, guys. Great seeing all of you. Continue good work. I'm sorry you're not going to be here, but uh, we'll be in touch. We'll miss you, bud. Thank we'll you. catch up again soon. Dave Sherapan, longtime Vegas odds maker. I mean, wow. he takes $2 million worth of bets in like 15 minutes, and then the guy walks up with the $5 parlay. <laughs> Uh, that's just perfect, especially where we are now. That was a little bit ahead of the time. Uh, there. Exactly. <laughs> alongside, alongside Joe Ostrowski and Aaron Hawksworth, I'm Chris Mack. It is BetQL Daily. Super Bowl trend or truth on the way. Some big bets coming in and breaking news. Uh-oh, something happened in Washington. <laughs> that's next on BetQL Daily. Uh-huh. <laughs> We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM from BetQL. (laughs) Some big bets coming in on the big game. We'll get to that in a couple minutes here on BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Still got to get you our lightning bets before we wrap up the show as well. We are live coast to coast on the BetQL network together. And inside your Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y, it's free. Download it today and take us with you wherever you're going or whatever you're up to. You can download it as a podcast later, too, in case you missed anything, including Dave Sherapan a couple minutes ago, Corey Parson, with a detailed breakdown on what Usher songs we may get during the halftime show a little over an hour ago, and so much more, including our NFC South year in review, touchdown props, receiving props, and uh, yeah, a lot going on today, including breaking news out of Washington, according to Adam Schefter of ESPN. It's Dan Quinn as commander's new head coach. I will try not to smirk or snicker and instead back away and cede the floor to Miss Hawksworth. Listen, Arthur Smith. <laughs> I've heard enough oh, from you. <laughs> come on. <laughs> All right, listen. So I don't understand, like the new ownership comes in, they trade away Chase Young and Montez Sweat. Now we're bringing in Dan Quinn, the guy who apparently people love. He's a great leader. He helped the Cowboys defense become top 10 and all these things, yet they traded away uh, their best defensive pieces, part of them, some of them. And so I don't know what is going on. They don't have a quarterback. This is crazy. I, um, I, it just seems very commanders to me that this um, would happen, that this is what they're doing. I guess if there's one positive, if you are a big fan of Dan Quinn, he will no longer be a part of the Cowboys organization. Maybe they'll get slightly worse. Um, maybe commanders fans have that to look forward to. Other careful. Than that, She's coming for you, Aaron. Don't you say anything negative about the commandos, about them having the worst hire of this entire cycle, the very last hire. Is it? I think it's a fair question. So the cycle's over. It's done. Um, Mm -hmm. You've got Morris going to Atlanta, Canales at Carolina. We saw what he did with Baker this year, so they're hoping he can replicate that with Bryce Young. Of course, Harbaugh. I mean, different conversation. Get out of here. Mayo, he was brought brought in to get that job. Like it was in pen. You're getting this job. Um, McDonald yesterday, I would have taken that higher over Quinn. I agree with the Seattle decision. That's what they did. And then Washington's like, we'll take your leftovers. Oh, you don't you don't want her? We need somebody, so we'll take her. Um, Callahan in Tennessee. Is Quinn the worst hire? 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I don't, I don't like well, the Callahan hire, but Quinn is a close second, if not 1B. Because I, I think it's more about like, hey, you know what? I got to get out of Dallas before the whole thing implodes in a year. It, it's, yeah. it's, it's a survival mechanism for Quinn. He was begging like, for a job. Yeah. And Seattle yeah. was supposed to be his. Nope. Defensive guy to defensive guy. When you go to Rivera to Quinn, this is something you don't see. Like you, you, usually it flips. Sometimes you go offense to offense, but you it's don't go from no defense choice. to defense because nobody wanted them. Right. Yeah. We were yeah. laughing about the idea of the enemy. They want nothing to do with him during the regular season, but then they might have to go crawling back to him. Um, after the season because nobody wants to go there. I mean, that's the reality. So you bring in a defensive guy, and the biggest move, a bigger move than the head coaching hire, is which quarterback they take at the top of the draft. Like After the Bears go one, assuming they keep that pick, what is Washington going to do? Like That's it. So let's bring in a defensive guy. Who's coaching the quarterback? Who's coaching the guy that is going to be the That's, most important person in your building once you make that selection. What, what's he doing? Who's he bringing in? The offensive coordinator. That might be bigger. The offensive coordinator, the quarterback's coach, that could be bigger than Dan Quinn, I would think. But Dan Quinn's going to be the guy making that higher. So in a sense, yeah. like, yes, the GM is has more power than Quinn, but maybe it's more, more so Quinn because – if he botches that one before they select the quarterback, boy, whichever QB they select, that could uh, ruin it all. So, <laughs> Is it going to be look, Cliff? It, I was, oh, my God. Cliff? Oh, that's a little too close. A little too close for you, Missy. That's dangerous for everyone involved. <laughs> who's who's he bringing in? I'll be at the bars looking for Cliff every day. <laughs> I've seen Cliff hour. in person. He's a good-looking dude. I'm just saying. I watch oh. the content. Usually when, when people <laughs> yeah. say, I've seen them in person, it's not as impressive. Yeah. But Paul's saying it's even more impressive. <laughs> Paul was speechless. Paul had to leave the room when he saw oh. Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just like, well, saw Cliff. It's kind of like Mario. Well, I'm, like, I'm like, I was going to say, looking for the sweet right, baby race. Relax. relax. <laughs> I saw Cliff on a bench with some, like, I think it was Cliff. I'm, like, 95% sure it was Cliff in Austin with, like, some knockout blonde at the time. I mean, this oh, is close right, to 10 yeah. years ago, Aww, but I was like, I'm out then. good-looking dude. Good-looking dude. I don't think he discriminates. So, good luck, Hawk. I am rooting for you yeah. and the show. Good thing uh, I have yeah. a hair appointment coming up.
There's always I mean, time. Have you ever been incredible content? Yeah. Have that that I would have. be better content than In the college. Tattoo. Really? Yeah. Oh, and by the way, like Jenks is still all parties. over this. He brought it up with Mac today. Like Jenks is not moving from the tattoo situation. Like he's no, still? He, won't let it go. Yeah. he brought it to Chris, over. right? Chris? He asked, yeah, he asked me point blank. He's like, How disappointed are you? I was like, <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm disappointed because Jake's it would be hilarious for anyone to end up with a tattoo of Dan Campbell on their ass, much less yes. Aaron. But like, it, like it, it, you're, you're saying, I mean, that would have been awkward. That would have been awkward or... chasing after Cliff around DC Metro oh. with Dan Campbell on your ass. Wow, and Jake's hey, chasing you, it. apparently. <laughs> Jake's wants to see the cheeks. That's what I'm saying. Or, he, but he can always play it off. It's the donkster. The donkster wants to see him. It's not me. It's the donkster. <laughs> Did you have to shave your cheeks first? The best part is the donkster picks. And if makes another appearance, are the model picks <laughs> that are sent out to all of us. That's the best part. But I mean, uh, what's he gonna do? Uh, he's gonna bring Scott Tolzing, the Cowboys' quarterbacks coach, over? Like, I know he's got a lot of connections, and and that's what you're gonna entrust everything with. I mean, everyone everyone point. else has sort of checked out, right? Like Gerard Johnson says he's staying in Houston. That was a top of the you know top of the list OC oh, right. candidate, um, right? I mean, what else do you, do you pilfer somebody from the college ranks who's trying to climb the ladder, like? Is there another quarterbacks coach out there that had a, a huge amount of unexpected success this year? I'm trying to just rack my brain off the top of my head. I don't same. I don't think I don't think there's Do anybody make out there that keep the enemy. He ain't staying. That's I mean I'm not probably I'm not. In. No. Yeah. Really? Like stay. was he gonna go back to Kansas City? Like, all right, Nagy, move aside again. But with your cute plays where we're running like double reverses from the two but yeah i mean depends what but a guy like that's got to feel like man i can't i gotta have a job right because like he was supposed to have a head coaching job for so long he couldn't get there so i think maybe like oc is his peak like i don't i think i think it's mutually like i don't think quinn wants him there most likely he's gonna want his own guy i don't think the enemy's gonna work work for someone who passed got the job over him but Mm -hmm. it's an idea when when you're this late and it's like who do we bring yeah. in? Yeah. If it's not him, can you upgrade from him? Probably not. Right. Where's the upgrade move? But you've got to change it. Yeah, you got to get them all out of the building. You do. Well, here's here's the thing. I don't. I, I don't. I know we're we're joking about it, but like the cliff idea is not a terrible one. If Dan no. Quinn simply says, "Hey, I'm going to take this side of the building. Everything on the defensive side of the building is mine." Cliff. Everything on the offensive side of the building is yours. Tell me which quarterback you like. We're going to get that quarterback. And then let's go. You know, mm-hmm. may, I don't care. Maybe it's maybe it's moving up. I, I don't I think more than likely you stay put, but like maybe it's there are options out there, even if it's just a stop gap. I don't think Cousins is going back to Washington for what it's worth, but like there are different options out there that you just simply say to Cliff, that side of the ball is yours. And then it also gives, you know, maybe that's ownership's dic- d- dictate. You know, hey, we, we we like you, Dan. We really do. 
Um, love, can't wait to see what you do with the defense. But what we're more worried about here is making sure we've got somebody in-house who can help bring this offense along with whoever the quarterback is. I'd have to look at it, but um, the the reason that the, the Cliff Kingsbury rumors were going hot for a few days in Chicago is because of the ties to Caleb Williams and that USC coaching staff. So maybe that's the route they end up going. If Drake May is 100% the guy or Jane Daniels is, is there anybody out there that has connections to those players? Because that's yeah. who you need to make happy more than anybody. And I don't know if there's someone with connections that would be on that level, but that, that would be something that I would consider. When's yeah, the last time we point. saw something like that? It worked work, though. And it worked. Yeah. I know. I know. But what are these names we're talking about? Where are these quarterbacks right. coaches that are ready for that sort of a leap? But, but Cliff was a special situation because he had the experience already at this level too and had some success. Yeah. Well, we'll see where it goes the rest of, because he's got to hire a staff and it's got to be an offensive heavy staff, I would think, at least an experience uh, going forward. It's always fun with the commandos. But this is uh, a dud, a dud, a, little... a dud, right? This is a dud. Agree? Yeah, it's, yeah, un- it's, it's unexciting. It's dead and it's <laughs> dud. It's D-O-A. bad. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Dead on arrival with the that. The NFC okay. East keeps getting worse. Or hey, like Dan Quinn, go laughable. fix this defense now. Hey, Dan Quinn, you're so good. Now go fix that. We'll see good luck, how good bud. he really is. Yeah, it's it's a little life is easier when you have Micah Parsons on your side. Good call. Um, let, let's play a little trend or truth before we get to lightning bets in a few moments to talk about some of these big bets that have come in in the last couple of days. Uh, I want to lead off with uh, an underdog trend um, that we we've seen listed uh, over the. This is from Steve Mackinnon. Over the past twenty two years, underdogs sixteen and six against the spread including 12-4 and four against the spread in the last 16. Kansas City pulling the outright upset last year's one-and-a-half-point dogs, 38-35. to 35. Trend or truth, the underdogs uh, winning against the spread more often than not over the last 15, 20 years in the Super Bowl, Joe? I'd say uh, Dave Sherpan's Super Bowl story was the highlight of the conversation, but under the radar, sneaky, uh, interesting part was he said, all right, we know where the bad guys are because the bad guys are on the side of where the line is moving back to, which is San Francisco. That's where the six-figure bets that we're going to talk about are lining up on. So I find that interesting. Uh, one of the big domestic sports books is back to two and a half. Whoa. I mean, what happened to the Chiefs are going to be favored? It yeah. doesn't appear that that's going to be the case. Um, so now we can, I think we could say with confidence that the underdog is going to be closing uh, Kansas City for the third straight week. So we're talking about uh, Kansas City. <laughs> There's another edge. Mahomes as a dog. You've got Super Bowl underdogs and how successful they've been. Trend or true. It's, it's, it's a trend for me, but it, it's an interesting one. I do think it'll be a close game, which makes you lean KC. Mm-hmm. It makes me want to bet the KC plus two and a half now. I did think the Chiefs would have gone the favorite route, uh, especially early on when we were first talking about it. But, um, yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, it's tough for me to say truth or trend because you just have these specific matchups, you know. And If it's going to be a close game, depending on what the spread is, I guess I'll say trend. 
Uh, but since we're already bet the Chiefs, hopefully this time truth. it's truth. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, I'm with you. I, I can't believe, like, and I'm still waiting to see, like, you're right, Joe. Sharapan's point about the the money coming back on San Francisco, and, and now you're like you're pointing out, it's coming back to two and a half in spots, is worth watching. I I I need to know like how much of the public money still has to come in, right? You would I I would think the Box. bulk of it is going to come in next Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And I would think the bulk of the public money is going to come in on Kansas City for all the reasons we've talked mm-hmm. about. Um, and so does that get us back to one and a half? One. Do we ever see I, – I, I don't I, – I, I'll admit I, we're not getting back to where I said at the beginning of the week where the Chiefs are favored. I don't, I, we're not getting back there. But do we get back to one and a half maybe, one even, uh, if the public money comes real heavy in the last 48 hours on Kansas City? Or have we had so much, so many bag, bag men come in that, that all the seven, seven-figure bets are on San Francisco and it's not moving back in the other direction at this point? Speaking of those big bets, a couple more to talk about, and we get you our bets for today. Lightning bets on the way, live coast-to-coast on the BetQL Network alongside Joe Ostrowski and Aaron Hawksworth. I'm Chris Mack. This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Pretty. Uh... I mean, that was definitely to the glass, right? This is Bet Daily, presented by Bad MGM from BetQL. Uh, if you missed it yesterday, uh, go inside your Odyssey app. A couple of very interesting conversations. Bill Burr, uh, famous comic, and now hosting a podcast, courtesy of our friends at Bet MGM. Uh, had with both Nick and Ken on You Better You Bet and PJ Glasser on Send It In. Um, <laughs> he uh, he had a very interesting takeaway on the Glass Man. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you what it is. You got to just okay. go check it out and listen to it for yourself. Uh, before we get to lightning bets, we were talking about big money bets coming in on Super Bowl Fifty Eight. Joe, I know you noticed a couple in the last twenty four hours. Yeah, um, as uh, Sherapan mentioned, some of those big bets coming in on San Francisco. There was a million-dollar bet on Niners' money line at minus 120, and we've seen it's gone to two, uh, two and a half at a couple of spots. Six-figure bets, San Francisco minus one. Uh, Dave mentioned it. I I couldn't believe it because, people, I I like to bet stuff early. I like to get some props in early. That's why I bet on the anthem. That's why I bet on the opening kickoff. I don't do the coin toss. And to pay juice, minus 103. You might think, oh, that's not that bad. It's not minus 110, minus 112, like uh, it is for just about every, the majority of your other bets. No, it's a coin toss. Don't ever, ever, ever pay juice on a coin toss, but people do it. Every single year, there was a hundred thousand dollar bet on tails uh, this week, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> never fails. Tails never fails. <laughs> do you guys? Or do you guys all go tails, or or do you mix it up, or or what? I mix uh, it up let's... a little bit. Mix it up. Mix it yeah. up. I yeah. I don't go every time. I mix it up as well. And do you are you the tails never fails person? Um, 
Kind of. I was looking at it. Seven of the last ten have been tails. Mm. So it does. So make we want to go heads. Let's do. There, yeah, I'm a big heads up, uh, like good luck person. Head down, thumbs know, up. Just... Heads up. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I like. I like. I was. Ooh, that could come out really bad. The uh, yeah, I'll move on. The the bet that got a lot of traction on X yesterday that many people were laughing at. I was too. $200,000 bet on Brock Purdy to be the Super Bowl MVP. Oof. 200K. Oof. That just seems like maybe, maybe it's a guy that <laughs> that uh, made that bet at the counter and asked Dave, what's the difference between the point spread and the money line as they bet a million dollars? I don't... That had to be a joke, right? Like, was that guy no. up to something? I don't know. He could have been making the bet for somebody else, like Billy Walters or something like uh, that. Uh, That's a good call. Yeah. Maybe not on yeah, the Could you imagine if you sent someone to do that and they accidentally did the wrong bet? Oh, my Gosh. God. Oh, man. Yeah. No. I can't. Uh, um, yeah, I don't – I get the idea that there's value. You've got the Niners as as the favorite but the quarterback of the Niners is not the favorite to be the MVP. Like normally, normally that's how it correlates. That's not the case. Mm -hmm. So I, I understand people that truly believe that he is the most likely MVP on that team. He probably is just not something that I would bet. And give me CMC every time with double the odds over Purdy. Agreed. Cause even if you think it's a quarterback's award, which it is uh, putting that much money on Brock Purdy, I couldn't go to the window with that. Mm -mm. No, no. I, I don't think Brock Purdy makes that bet on himself. He knows better. Um, <laughs> that's just. Uh, yeah, that, that Cam, Cam Newton, Newton comment. I was thinking about that. Yeah. Like, Purdy would probably agree with that statement. Yeah. Is he 10th I don't think he'd have a just outside well, of the top 10. And this is, I think it's a big difference between. Yeah. He said the 10th best player on, on his team, own team. Like, there's such a difference, I, I get the vibe anyway, between the way the Niners as a team and the fan base and the media in the Bay Area sort of rally around that team and Brock Purdy in particular. They're very defensive. It's like, nobody can pick on my little brother except me, that kind of deal, as opposed to yeah. some markets where, like in Dallas or here in Pittsburgh sometimes, um, you get it a couple other places where it's like knives are out. And just make sure you get out of the building without something in your back, uh, especially in Dallas. <laughs> and in San Francisco, it's, no, it, Brock's our guy. Why would you say that about Bob? You know, Brock's our guy. And everybody just kind of, well, you say whatever you want about Brock. He's our guy. So, I mean, if they're happy with him, hey, go for it. I'm still curious to see how he reacts to being on this stage for the first time. He's, he's reacted to every other first pretty well. But this is the biggest first of his life. Well, it's not a defense stop. that I would want to go. I'm not even. I'm just going to keep it moving. Okay, good. You want to do lightning bets? Erin <laughs> missed that one. She did. Did she? I just yes, read an Ed Werder tweet. Sorry. Oh, I no. Is that good it. or bad? Is it Cowboys related? It's, 
Yeah, defending Dan Quinn. Too many seem to forget that Dan Quinn inherited a defense that was among the worst in franchise history and transformed Dallas into one of the elite defenses in the league. Unique at creating roles for players, help Parsons, Diggs, Bland become elite playmakers. So Ed's saying, I believe. Dion asked him this season, do you believe? He believes in Dan Quinn. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Let, I'll, I'll take a bet on that, Ed. Show, if you, you can come up me, with something. Show me a Micah Parsons uh, level talent on the Washington roster, on the Washington defense specifically. Who's the best like, defender right now after they traded away their pass rushers? Jonathan Allen? Yeah. And he wants out. <laughs> of course. I'd want out too. <laughs> like, why didn't I get traded? You guys get to He's go. I'm so jealous of Chase Young right now going yeah. to the Super Bowl. He's stuck here in misery. I'm sure yeah, Dan Quinn hire will do a lot to keep him around. Boy, how'd that? How'd, you, had, you had that great defensive line, and your defense was garbage. <laughs> Unreal. Jesus. All right, lightning bets time. <laughs> well, it's Washington. Uh, Joe, what do you got? <laughs> oh, man. Super Bowl predictions tonight on the network. All right. I like Kelsey over 69 and a half receiving yards. He always goes over this number in the playoffs. He's been on a tear. I criticize him during the regular season, but we've seen what's happened since uh, since these playoffs. I mean, he's getting double digit in catches. He's gone over 100. He's getting multiple touchdowns some of these games like he did against Buffalo. So uh, you got to believe in Kelsey, the trust factor there. This number is going to be in the mid-70s, I think, next week. So I'm going to jump on Kelsey now, over 69.5 receiving yards. And another prop, receiver-related, but it doesn't have to be a reception. It's, I love the value that you're finding at Bet- Gem right now on Debo for an anytime touchdown, whether it's through the air or on the ground. At plus 175, that does not make sense. After CMC, he should have a much shorter number, but Ayuk's is shorter. Uh, Kittles is in line there at 175. Got a ton of targets last week when when people thought he was going to be hurt. He wouldn't do anything, even if he was out there. Well, he was out there, and he balled out. So, Debo, anytime touchdown, nearly 2-1. to Love it. All right. I'm not going to do anything in the NBA tonight, but after our conversation, I will do Pacheco- for an anytime touchdown, as I mentioned, he scored in all three playoff games, six of the last seven in the regular season, and the Niners have struggled against the run. Yeah, I like the I really like the Debo anytime touchdown, like Joe mentioned, the value on that being bested at Bet MGM right now, plus one seventy five. I'm going to hit that today. Also, I like my logic for Kittle, especially at plus money under three and a half receptions. Um, when he's gone over that number this year, only seven times in 18 games, majority of the time it's been against teams that give up a lot of catches to tight ends or just have poor secondaries. Like I said, uh, Minnesota, Philly, uh, Baltimore, when their secondary was dinged up, uh, some of the few spots where he's gone over that number, Tampa, um, the Giants. So give me Kittle under the three and a half receptions. I'm going to sprinkle a little something on this touchdown, anytime touchdown parlay too while I'm at it. CMC, Pacheco, and Kelsey. Each of them to score a touchdown parlayed is 460. So what the hell? Let's do it. Let's get a little crazy. And two NBA plays. Pacers at the Knicks are getting three. Halliburton hopefully doesn't have his minutes restricted as much as he did in his return the other night. They still took Boston to the brink. 
I think they snap the Knicks winning streak tonight. At the very least, they keep it close. And I know, no Embiid, probably no Maxi. But come on, it's the Jazz. It's the Jazz, people. And Philly's now up to five. So give me the Sixers and five points in Utah where the Jazz have lost five of their last seven. Paul? Not much. I got to be honest, college hoops has been a little bit of a struggle. So I, I famously, not really that famously, have said on the show recently that I think I just don't buy Wisconsin. I think they're kind of fraudulent. But because that is what I said and I've been cold, I'm going to reverse it all up. Wisconsin laying a point and a half tonight on the road at Nebraska. Nebraska's all defense right. is really bad. I think Wisconsin's going to run up and down the floor. And now Wisconsin's defense is pretty bad too so if you want to look at the over uh it's the high number so i will go with wisconsin laying a point and a half on the road uh go badgers i guess speed of the big 10 how about perdon't last night we didn't get to that today overtime no. northwestern oh, takes yeah. them to overtime oh. did you see the free throws anybody no. see the free throws? no i heard Collins chris collins lost his mind i, I, I didn't well, see that that was nuts yeah. It's kind of understandable. Purdue, 46 oh, attempts. Like 35, 40, yeah. Northwestern, eight. Yeah. <laughs> in, up in Evanston, right? Eight. Uh, no, wow. that was on the road. No, this was, oh, in, was in Purdue. West Lafayette. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. So they were just getting all these hometown calls. Yeah. Yeah. ED all day. Yeah. Can't wait to yeah. pay the Big Ten again every That's year. Sleeper don't. <laughs> yep. Jakub, Jakub, what bets do you have, yeah? I would just like to say okay. NBA Jake is 3-0 this week, not to brag. Um, so, you know, real heel turn here. I'm going to lay it with the Cavs. Garland back, Mobley back against a terrible Grizzlies team. All right. Anything you missed, download it inside your Odyssey app. BetQL Daily. We'll be back tomorrow at 9, continuing to hurdle forward towards Super Bowl 58. Jake, Paul, Aaron, Joe, <laughs> a little bit. I'm Chris Mack. This is Beck UL Daily. <laughs>